You're now listening to The Other Side of the Truth, hosted by the most traveled man under 40, Dustin Funteller. As Dustin visited every country in the world, he skipped the fancy hotels, private taxi, and comfortable travel. Instead, he went for the true experience, staying in local homes and making friends everywhere. Quickly, he had a shift in perception. The world as he knew it was far from the reality he got to see. So many times, there's another side to the story. So many times, we fail to see that. And Dustin wants to show you the other side of the truth. Sometimes, you'll agree with him. Sometimes, you won't. But one thing we'll all agree not to disagree on is, there's always another side of the truth. So I figured that I would include my roommate and his girlfriend and her best friend in this podcast episode because I tried to record by myself and it was very boring. So I got some entertainment in this podcast. And what we're going to do today is talk about a group about where the most dangerous countries are in the world, the stereotypes, and what is actually reality. So what are the most dangerous countries, most dangerous cities? And the safest countries in the world as well. And so if you haven't watched the video, the video is about five minutes, but I didn't want to go and put too much detail and just drag it out. I wanted the video to be exciting. That's what this podcast is for, is the more boring parts that we drag out, but we actually get to talk about and really go into more details about the facts. So people that really want to go into it, they can on this podcast. So first of all, let's talk with all of you guys. We're going to talk about cities right now. In what country, if you had to pick a country in the world, we're going to take the top 50 most dangerous cities in the world and think what country has the most of them? The United States. All right. That's not what people are supposed to guess. Let's have reasonable guesses i'll be honest yeah i i yeah. kind of have to go with that because you know i know we have like the highest prison rate and a lot of crime obviously depending where you live that crime might differ but it's there can we have a another guess that's not the united states i'll tell you an answer it's not the united states oh i would like to change my answer <laughs> Um, went to Brazil and it was kind of scary, so, like, Brazil. Brazil? Yeah, I've had a lot of friends that visit Brazil since I'm Portuguese, and, uh, they always say that Brazil is one of the most dangerous countries to visit. Okay, so Brazil's number one. Any guess which number two is? It's not the United States. I would probably have to go with, say, Iraq. Nope. France? I'll give you a hint. Now, these are going to be big countries because, you know, a small country is not going to have that many cities, North right? Korea? Well, if we're going with big countries, then probably have to go with Russia. Nope. Oh, wow. Canada. Okay, so... <laughs> that is the worst answer ever. <laughs> it's big. All right. <laughs> but it's not bad. We'll, we'll just go over it. You'd so Mexico is number two. Oh, yeah. So which you could make yeah. sense, right? Should, it's a big country, a lot of crime. I'll be honest. Oh. You should have given us a little bit to think about, too, because... <laughs> I feel like we're not helping. That's all right. We'll, we'll keep going. And so, okay, let's go over. I'll just tell you the answers. Brazil's number one with 17 of the top 50 most dangerous cities are in Brazil. So that's significant. Number two is Mexico with 12. Number three is Venezuela. And number four, the good old USA oh, is ranked at number four. So, and which is kind of crazy when you actually look at the list. It's Brazil, Mexico, Venezuela, South Africa, Colombia, Honduras, Puerto Rico, Jamaica, El Salvador, and Guatemala. So and a lot of South American That's countries. exactly what I'm saying is everything's in the Americas except South Africa. Every other country is in the Americas. It's interesting because when Americans think of dangerous places, they think the Middle East, they think different places. But actually, now this is based just on cities. Based on cities, it's all in the Americas. 
So now we're going to move it over to countries. So U.S. is a good example. I'm going to use U.S. as an example. The U.S. has, again, it has four of the most dangerous cities in the world. But because the U.S. is so big and we have areas that are quite safe, as a country in general, it's right in the middle, right? Like almost half the countries in the world are more dangerous. Almost half the countries are safer. It's just because it's so big. If you had to take a guess of a few countries that are overall as the entire country is the most dangerous, where would you guess? So what you're saying is it the most dangerous countries to live in? Yeah, so not based on... Before we were doing cities, which country has the most dangerous cities, but this is as a country as in general. Well, if we're going with the most dangerous countries, I'd have to go with many of the countries in Africa, considering the fact that they have genocide there and war-torn countries. So I would probably say Sudan or uh, Sierra Leone. And that's not completely wrong, but not completely right either. So... Africa does. You're just there. <laughs> yeah. So Africa is on the list. Yes, it definitely has some countries. If you look at the list, the sixth most dangerous country in the world is from Africa. The ninth most dangerous. Then it goes for a long time and it doesn't go down until I think country number 21. There's some other areas in the world that are much more dangerous than Africa. Are we discussing strictly human initiated crime? Because one could venture on, say, Australia with all of its wildlife and Those things like that. Those dingoes eat babies. Yeah, we're doing human-on-human crime. Okay. Well, I still feel like they're not the safest country in the world. Australia? Mm -hmm. No, Australia's a pretty safe country. Yeah, I mean it's all yeah of England's rejects of criminals. That's how which is kind of crazy. That's how so, that, why they're there. You know that like we all joke like oh throw all the criminals on an island. I mean England did that with Australia. <laughs> And it's an island, okay. Okay. so I mean... What were you going to say, Dustin? Oh, I was going to say, so Australia, you have a good point. It is all criminals, but the crazy part is... Was. Is, was well, maybe <laughs> still is. Isolate our, okay. But just like a disclaimer, Jillian has nothing against Australia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, but back to the point. Australia is actually one of the safest countries in the world yep. by crime rate, even though, which is crazy because it was founded by criminals, which you, you just wouldn't think that. So I mean, reformation. Back to where we were. So we had that Africa has some countries that are quite dangerous, but there's other parts of the world that is a little bit more dangerous. Other countries? Probably have to go with Venezuela. Venezuela. Considering they're going through an entire socialist. And I wish I, I, wish I had a chart that I could just pull it up. <laughs> well, but we wouldn't know. That stuff's not really out there. Oh, Venezuela's number three. I just found it. So yes, it's number three most dangerous country in the world. Yeah. Mexico... I would have to say is in the top five for sure. Mexico's 19. Oh, wow. But again, 19's still not good, man. No, so, no. <laughs> yeah, like, like anything in the top 50 is pretty dangerous. That means you're in the top quarter most dangerous countries. So you guys want me to tell you? There, you there's a big area that you're completely forgetting that all, most people always forget. That's a, so let's, let's break the world into different regions, like continents or big areas. So I wanted to say maybe like Egypt. I know it's still Africa, but... I know, like, they had their big, or having their big revolution and the government problems. Yeah, but, Eastern like, we're Europe. also, we're also, I think, overthinking it. We're talking about, like, genocide and yeah. revolutions and stuff. He's talking the, about the, crime. Well, that's why I said yeah. France, because a lot of tourists do go there, yeah. and it's an easy place to be targeted. And they do have a lot of issues with Muslim influx, so that's why that was my guess. So, with France, a good, France is a good example. They may have a lot of small crime. But we're going big crime. So, like, okay. they might have a lot of robberies. Because, like, my family, like, worried 
that my stepsister might not come back. Yeah, so Brazil's definitely up there. I, I wish I had a list where I could just plug in the country and see it. I just have a list of the rankings, right? So I have to figure out where it is on the ranking. <laughs> El Salvador is number yeah. one. Okay. Here's the one, and this is going to tell you, as soon as they tell you number two, it's going to ring the bell, the area you're forgetting about. Jamaica, Jamaica is number no, two. My guess was Haiti, honestly, too. And Honduras. And Honduras is number five. And guess what number four is? The U.S. Virgin Islands. Oh, wow. That's a exactly. huge surprise. And, and like, so the area, you, the area that everybody's forgetting is the Caribbean. Because let's go over the top, mm -hmm. top 15, okay? And I'll just name the Caribbean ones. Jamaica's number two. Virgin Islands is number four. St. Vincent is number eight. St. Kitts is number 10. Bahamas is 11. Trinidad and Tobago is 12. St. Lucia is number 14. And Anguilla is number 15. So that means probably, I don't know, I didn't count really quick, but that's basically half of the most dangerous countries in the world are the Caribbean. Are the Caribbean. Because it's a really easy place to get rid of a body. <laughs> Maybe. A lot of tourism. A lot of tourism. A lot of ethnic issues and cultural and yeah. social um, and corruption, corruption and stuff like government. that. Random fact, which is the safest country in the Caribbean? The safest country in the Caribbean, yeah. I would have to say, would be Bermuda. Aruba. I don't count Bermuda because it's not really... Bermuda's more <laughs> off the Bermuda coast. North. It's way it's far. Not near the then others. I would have to change my answer and say Barbados. Absolutely not. Aruba. Jamie? They can't see him shaking his head no on the podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You can't see me shaking my head no. Those were no's. <laughs> Cuba. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. And here's a way to kind of know about this. Now, this is going to be something that I learned when I traveled. The stronger and harsher the penalties in a country the way less likely people are going to be to commit crime. So if you have a country where you have, like, say, a dictator that is extremely, extremely harsh on punishment, the chance of somebody going and killing somebody else or going and doing something extremely violent is really unlikely because if they just steal a small packet of something, their hand's probably going to get cut off. They learn... Kids like in get, Aladdin. Yeah. So they <laughs> learn from when they're very young that you do not... Discipline's very, very important for them, you know, and they learn that their whole life. And that's why usually mostly uh, those Asian countries have a very low crime rate. Is Asia they and have, Middle East. And they have Middle the East, harshest yeah. penalties. Exactly. You know what's crazy is if you count Puerto Rico as a country, if Puerto Rico was a country, it'd be 24th most dangerous country in the world. And again, that's a U.S. territory. I just found that interesting. Okay, so let's just revert. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Pre-post-Irma, too. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, because you were talking before about, like, um, your experiences and how when there's dictatorship and things like that, how you find that there's less crime. Yeah. But it's also complete opposite end of the spectrum, too, isn't it? Like, you look at, like, Norway or, like, Netherlands, like, places where everything's very lax. Like, there's not a lot of laws with in regards to like drug use and stuff like that and they have smaller drug use that's like, true too but so you, it's like and if you're in the middle you're kind of like yeah you're asking for it but if you have problems with moderation you're good yeah you have a good point because norway like definitely has a low crime rate but then again but if nothing's you, illegal but norway's kind of like a canada where it's so freaking cold I think that might have a factor. Like, who wants to go murder someone when they're trying to survive the winter, right? Well, like, true. You can't dig a hole in the frost. I, I'm just saying, like, like you're trying to... When it's so freezing cold, it just kills all your motivation. I could be wrong, but, like, <laughs> you okay, know... Okay, well, what about Russia? It's freezing cold in Russia. Yeah, and they kind of... Yeah, and they're kind of, like, in the middle. Actually, they're more dangerous even than the U.S., so... Yeah, yeah, so there so, goes your cold motivator. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, let's see. What, what else you got? I, I got nothing. Let's go over the safest countries before I, before I, I, I lose it. Away. Okay, but let's go for the top. The top two countries. And okay, first of all, 
I am taking away any country with less than a million people. Because if you have like say twenty, th- people, like, yeah, yeah. F- like Monaco is ranked really safe. Sure, San San Marino, sure. the Vatican. Well, and- if we're going with the safest countries, then I'm just gonna rattle them off okay. as Denmark, Iceland, <laughs> Norway, Finland. All those Scandinavian countries tend to have the best systems. They do, but none of them are in the top ten. Actually, that yeah. is a huge surprise. I I just saw like for example Sweden. Second, Sweden's ranked forty. So it's safe, but it's not where I would have thought it would have been. Norway, like I said, is already like 12. China was, China. I was really impressed. 15 for a country that size. Sure. That is impressive. Well, really you impressive. you could have a couple thousand murders and yeah. it's a big country. Yeah, that's true. It's by, you know, by population and percentage. I mean, uh, you did say Switzerland. That's number 13. So, but you're missing an area of the world. We like to like not focus on areas apparently. Yeah. If you say now I'm thinking Singapore, Thailand. There we go. Fiji. Singapore is ranked. Yeah, Singapore is ranked number one. Oh, I have another guess. Uh, New Zealand, I'm sure, is in the top it's five. Be up here. What you would think Greenland. Doesn't have a population I don't know over if it, a million. I mean, yeah. Iceland. Uh, uh, Iceland used to always be in the top three, and this recently it, it's dropped to like number thirty. So oh, wow. I don't know what happened to Iceland. They oh. got all the glaciers must people, be melting. Yeah. No, Trump's people figured out. People figured out what they did with the Iceland Greenland thing, and they're like, oh, oh, Iceland's actually nice. So you got really, really green things going on here. We're coming and we're invading you. And now, now they just have all. Okay. So anyway. Let's go over the top 10 safest countries in the world. Number one, the tie, and they're always tied. It's always going back and forth, and, and this time they were tied, is Japan and Singapore. They're always yeah. tied for number one. Then number three or two, however you want to do it, is Hong Kong. Then it's Macau. Then it's Luxembourg, but that's not really, I don't even know if they have over a million people. Qatar, French Polynesia, Indonesia. Indonesia is the wow. fourth most populated Probably. country in the world, yep. and they're at like number eight. That's impressive. Hmm. Brunei. Never heard of them. Uh, it's a Ooh, small little country uh, uh, right in Malaysia. Omen, UAE, mm-hmm. and then it's Norway, Switzerland, Bahrain. So again, it's a lot of the Gulf countries. Yeah, um, but China, of- South Korea, uh, Cyprus, um, Czech Republic, Austria, Italy, Palestine, Greece, Portugal, Spain, New Zealand, the Maldives. Poland, Netherlands, Australia, Taiwan, and then we got Iceland somehow dropped all the way down there. Ireland. I mean, you could just go with areas. It's going to be Western Europe. It's going to be or Northern Europe, or it's going to be the Gulf, or it's going to be basically Asia. Asia. Yeah. Well, you think what, like for me personally, and since we're talking about um, finding the truth and everything, you know, people's stereotypes. So when I think of an Asian culture, I think about um, a lot of respect being instilled mm-hmm. and, you know, just ever there. Like, even when you look at how they do everything, every organized and, and very not systematic full, like, and if you feel, I feel like if you remove those icky factors, like stress, then you're going to have a lot less acting out. For lack of a better way of saying it. Yeah, and plus their lives and even their religions are so structured. Yeah, like you were saying before, Buddhism. Like, that's, un- that makes sense. Yeah, Buddhism, mm-hmm. you know, a country that has a lot of that is obviously... I mean, not to say religion obviously always dictates people's actions, but 
somewhere like the U.S. is such a melting pot. It's not a good example. But even here, like, you might say, hey, I'm a Catholic, but, like, do you go to church? Do you do this? Do you do the rosary? Well, like, you, you, you identify as something that you aren't devoutly practicing, whereas those countries that have those faiths do take them more seriously, and it impacts more than just, okay, I'm at church, I'm a good person type thing. It impacts every aspect of their lives, so they carry it over into everything they do. And, like, mm -hmm. religions like Buddhism and Taoism and stuff, um, you don't have to worry as much about, like, having a Buddhist crusade. Like, they're a lot more focused on spirituality and, and doing good. And accountability and for account their individual exactly. behavior. So I feel like that has a lot to play into it. So, sorry, tangential, continue. Cool, we will continue. <laughs> so the last thing we're going to be talking about on this beautiful podcast is, besides old age, like if there was a cause to death, what is the most, well, we'll go first, yeah, let's go first, what is the actual fact? So what is the reason people pass away besides old age? In the world, the in number the one. Board. In, in the U.S., disease. guns. Oh, we're talking about in the U.S. In the U.S., yeah. Viol yeah, violent crimes. Violent crimes. Oh, not Wrong. specific. Not even close. Heart attack. <laughs> Diabetes. Here we go. Well, we were yes. talking crime. Yep. No, we're, I'm just... Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, definitely. So heart disease. We know heart disease is number one. And then what's number one. two? Okay. There's two big ones. We'll, we'll just cancer. try Cancer. Yeah, cancer. Yeah. yeah, I was too. So heart disease and cancer is over 60% of the deaths besides old age is either heart disease or cancer. And we'll go, any guesses, and then it drops way down, but any guesses what like number three would be? Vehicular? What? Cars? Yes, yes. That's all right. That's what I thought you said. Yes, exactly. Number three is cars. And the I know my death. And <laughs> I was thinking army, like military, but because they would count as Americans, so that's where and, I was going. And uh -huh. the, the big one about number three is that's the one where it's not so much due to age, right? Because you're very unlikely someone very young is going to get heart disease at when they're in their teens, right? Or someone's going to get cancer in their teens. I mean, it does happen. Of course. But it's not the, the norm. road accident doesn't care what age you are, sure. right? So that's the one really hurting people that are younger, too. So, so those are, we already went over the top three causes of death, the actual facts. Now let's go, what does the media report on? What's Well, the media likes <laughs> to report that gun violence is the number one reason everyone dies here in the united states and then gotta make sure we ban all the guns so murders things like that exactly so murders yeah. they don't just say you know <laughs> that you can't, you're just getting on your political tangent there but uh so murder is number two what is the number one thing reported for death in america come on it's it's the thing that's always in the news and always talked about racial disharmony no okay <laughs> always in the news terrorism I mean, it's the maybe one 10 thing. years ago. No, currently, with 2016. So, I mean, it's not, the, I mean, I guess it's not super recent. The, what I'm trying to show and let people know is that, again, terrorism is less than 0.01% of deaths in America, but the news focuses on it over 30%. So, what I'm trying to say is if the media actually published articles about how people passed away or died, by the actual facts and percentage of how it actually happens in real life, then that means they are off by a factor of 3,000 when it comes to terrorism because they're publishing articles about 
terrorism 3,000 times more often than it actually happens. Because of that, we often think some of the countries that are the most dangerous in the world aren't reality. It's because, and again, it's not always the news's fault either that terrorism is focused on because that happens to be what people share to their friends. The news is a business. They make money on what people read. And unfortunately, we like to read about, oh my God, this person did this. Well, did sex that. and oh, violence yes. sell papers. It, it's exactly. glamorous, yeah, it's and, salacious. Yeah. That, and you have to look at the fact that, like, fear sells, you yeah. know. Absolutely. If, if you're sitting there yeah. and you're yeah. telling people, like, oh, fear you know, there were, sure. you know, three people that died of a heart attack today. Like, sure. that's not as scary as telling someone three people died in a bombing, like, yeah, down the know, street. Yeah. Yeah. Like people... like you were saying, it's sensationalized and it inspires fear. And that fear. That's going to get people makes, watching yeah, the news, exactly. reading the papers. And that's so why actually. That generates ratings for them. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's when something does kind of hit home, like you're saying, is when you might be on some cerebral level aware of it. But like to me, for example, I grew up in New Jersey. I lived in New York when Hurricane Sandy hit. A, unexpected place, not to say it's impossible, but if we're talking about general ideas here, you don't think there. And to hear about it, you know, I had lived in Florida for a time previous to that, and I fortunately never experienced a big hurricane. So to see it there and see its impact, it's one thing to hear about it, and it's another thing to watch the people not have homes, have a house across the street from you blow up. So my point being, you know, not to make it about hurricanes, but that when something is happening like the... Boston Marathon bombings, yeah. things like that. When it's your community and you're physically seeing, you know, the ramifications of that, that is going to, unfortunately, it takes negative occasions usually to inspire you to want to bring about change and to advocate for different legislature. So I really hope you enjoyed having my flatmates. I think it made it a lot more exciting than just going by facts and just listening to me talk the entire time. I will now do a few of the topics that would have been hard to do with the big group. When San Pedro, Honduras was ranked the most dangerous city in the entire world, I went there. Because, of course, I'm crazy and I always want to check out unusual weird things. And I decided to go to the most dangerous place in the world. And when I went there, I realized that even though it is super dangerous and there's high murder rate and a high crime rate... Most of the murder is gang-on-gang gang violence, which means even for me, it wasn't that dangerous. Tourists are almost never targeted. You, know, you want to keep that in perspective, too, is even dangerous places aren't that dangerous. What is dangerous is taking care of your own health. If you're going to get killed or hurt, it's most likely going to be from somebody you know. That's what, I mean, if you ever watch a murder case or you ever watch a court trial, there always has to be a reason, a motive. That's what they always try to figure out. What is the motive? Random people don't attack or hurt random people. There usually is a reason. When you travel, instead of being scared if a country's dangerous, what you should be scared about is how well do you know that person you're traveling with? Because the person you're most likely going to be hurt with the people you're traveling with you know, maybe you break up with them. Maybe something happened. Maybe they found out you cheated on them or whatever. You never know what that person who you're actually taking with you is going to do versus a random stranger. People have dark sides, so just be careful with who you take on vacation. As I traveled, I met random people in every single country. Every single country, I, I made friends and met random strangers. 
And never once did any of those random strangers I meet ever put my life at risk. I mean, I met some crazy people, really crazy, crazy people, which were strange. I mean, I did meet some people once in a while that did ask for money. You know, you thought they wanted to be your friend and they asked for money. But again, they still didn't steal from you. In a few countries, I I would go like on a a date with a girl and she'd want me to spend a bunch of money on her and things like that, which I am totally not into. Not everybody I met was perfect. I I definitely will admit that. But not once did I ever feel unsafe from any of these strangers. And there's many times that they helped me out and if nothing else, gave me a wonderful experience. So don't be afraid to meet other people as you travel. The point is, number one, if you travel, you should be concerned who you travel with. And number two, you should be concerned if you smoke or you're overweight or you do things that are unhealthy. And also, car accidents is a huge, huge fatality, especially when you're traveling because you're going to be going all the time. And just in general, car accidents are over seven, seven and a half percent of causes of death, which again is way, way higher than murders. Again, Wear your seatbelt, be healthy, eat healthy, exercise, try to be a good healthy weight, don't smoke, and you will be way safer and way less at risk than people that go to crazy random countries. You're really not much at risk when you go to these really dangerous countries. In the podcast, I talked about how some countries have really strict policies, and because they have strict policies, the crime rate is lower. And it's been proven that that actually happens. It's called the broken window concept. Broken window concept. And so what the broken window concept is, if you haven't heard it, is if a city or a place or a building has one broken window, it's more likely to get a second broken window because the people committing the crime think it's okay to commit the crime. Whereas if everything looks nice, it's very unlikely anyone's going to break any windows. So, you know, even New York did a test where they had, for example, to try to make it more safe and, and better, they started punishing people that would break the, the law to try to get a free subway ticket and actually arrest people that would, would jump over the gate or do whatever they tried to do to get on the subway for free. And when they started really being harsh on that and different other minor penalties, then the crime rate as a whole overall general went way down. So it's just something that I've noticed with my traveling is, again, if you go to any countries where they have really harsh penalties, especially for minor infractions, the entire country's safety is a lot better. But if you go to countries where you can break the law pretty easily, people are always doing things, people drive like crazy, they don't stop at red lights, and they're always just, you know, it doesn't seem like there's any infrastructure for for police or anything, then that country tends to be really, really dangerous. And a good example would be Africa, right? You go to African countries and it seems like they never enforce anything and then it makes sense that they're going to have a lot of crime and different things like that. Whereas, again, you go to the Middle East, they have pretty, or or even like a country like China, they have pretty harsh punishments for stealing and different things. And because of that, those countries have gotten quite, quite safe. So just something that I've noticed that I thought you all would find very interesting And so the biggest thing is when you travel, the highest risk isn't if a terrorism attack is going to happen or you're going to get kidnapped or something else is going to happen to you because you're a tourist. The most likely thing that's going to happen is if you're going to get hurt, it's going to be in a car accident. So be careful when you travel. And just because the locals don't wear seatbelts doesn't mean you shouldn't wear a seatbelt. Always wear a seatbelt. And also try to take care of yourself as much as you possibly can. Try to be as healthy as you can. And that is what I want everybody to know about safety around the world. 
You've been listening to The Other Side of the Truth. Follow The Other Side of the Truth on Facebook to see five-minute videos on this and other topics. Dustin is posting a one-minute video about each country in the world on his Instagram page, Wandering underscore Dentist, or his Facebook page, facebook.com slash Wandering Dentist. If you've had your perception or stereotypes broken, please reach out to Dustin on social media, and he may feature your story on a future episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please let others know, and a five-star review is always greatly appreciated. Until next time, keep living life with an open mind.